The easiest part is cleaning his bum, washing him, making sure he's eaten. Well, my husband's got rheumatoid arthritis. He's got various things wrong with him, diabetes, prostate problems, um, water retention. And this happened over a period of time that this built up. Um, and it got to the stage where he could no he, he had 13 falls within about, oh, I don't know, 18 months. And just progressively got weaker. Now, I've been his carer for a few years, but not to a great extent. But the last couple of years, it's been full on. And uh, he, he's progressively getting weaker and weaker. If he has a urine infection, which he recently has, then he goes a bit loopy, which a lot of older people do. He's 20 years old and he's 84. He's very heavy, so that if he does have a fall and there's nobody around to help, then I have to phone an ambulance. And they're very excellent service, I have to say. They've, they've proved to be a, a miracle workers for me. Um, like when he tears his arm, he's got very thin skin, so it's easy to tear. And when he has a fall and he hits his arm or his legs or something, he, he we need to have them stitched. And to have by that by stitching, I mean the new steri strips that don't actually go into the skin because his skin is so fine. I've tried to do it myself once; <laughs> it wasn't very successful. Um, but you know, it's, it's just hard work, really. Basically, he can't do anything for himself. He can't wipe his bum, for instance. He can't get down the stairs anymore. So he lives and sleeps in his chair, <clears throat> which is rise and recline. At the moment, he's capable of getting up and getting on his commode, which is next door to him. But I fear that soon he won't be able to get up, in which case I'm going to have to have carers in. Not too happy about that, but and I don't think he will be. But it, you know, it has to has to come um, in the future. Um, I don't mind doing things for Len. Len, we've been married forty years. Last well, last October, I got my ruby wedding ring. I don't mind, but you do get very, very stressed and very, very tired. Um, and I think part of this stress makes you tired. There's a lot to do, not necessarily all the time, but like at the moment he can't, this is really silly, he's got dentures, um, not full ones, and he will not use the fixer dent, you know, to keep his teeth in, because they're loose, obviously, and you can't go to the dentist like whatever. Um, so I have to now make him really sloppy meals so that he doesn't have to chew very much, um, which he doesn't mind and I don't mind at all. But, you know, I cut up all his food and just give him a spoon and hopefully he'll be able to eat because during the last month he's not eaten a lot, um, which I don't think will harm him, but I think it does weaken him a bit. Um, but he was 16 stone before and hopefully he might lose a little bit of weight. <laughs> it's taking up a longer time, like I need him to be on the commode to wash him and every day I have to put cream on his feet and legs. His being weaker means that I have to stand by him quite a lot, just to because he says to me that if he starts to go, if his knees start, because that's where he goes if from his knees, to push him back on his chair. 
because he doesn't want to, he doesn't just, he's terrified of falling again. The last time he fell, we were on the floor for two hours and it was painful for him. So with great effort, I have to try and turn him every so often on the floor. Um, his getting weaker impacts on me because it means when I go out in the afternoon, when he's sleeping, I'm constantly worrying about when he gets up, maybe wanting to go to, to use the commode. And I might come home and find him on the floor. Um, he always puts his mobile phone in his jacket, so hopefully he would contact me. It stopped me going, like, I, I never go out in the morning because that's an extremely busy time. Um, I used to go like to coffee mornings and I used to do a lot for Save the Children. They had a little shop in the village here <coughs> which had been celebrated its 25th anniversary and I used to do a lot, you know, help, help them a lot and, and help events by doing a tombola or whatever. So it stopped all that. It stopped me socialising in the morning. It hasn't yet stopped me going out in the afternoons because as I say he, he tends to go to sleep after lunch. Um, and will stay asleep usually till I get home, which is generally I, I leave maybe about two and come home about half past four. Um, so four afternoons I'm able to go out. And if like we have a um, Port Navis art group has got a luncheon on, I ask them to make it later and Len very kindly eats earlier so that I can actually go out to lunch occasionally I don't do it very often but you know it does work we, we try and fit in he, he's very good he tries to fit in with me but he likes to have his lunch and of course being diabetic you need to to eat at a certain time I don't go out Saturday and Sundays I used to go to all my niece great nieces and great nephews birthday do's and what have you which are tend to be either in the evening or lunchtime or whatever so I don't go to those anymore and I do miss that because I miss seeing them but Monday is my piano lesson day. That's not going very well at the moment because my concentration is at an all-time low. But I enjoy it. The piano tutor, Alex, is amazing um, and just lets me do what I want to do virtually. Um, and I have a very nice lady that does it at the same time. And then on Tuesday, I'm part of the Constantine group and the people are there are so lovely. I, you know, I can't describe what a good, nice, friendly group it is. Um, and that sort of helps me as well, because I talk to everybody and they all want to know, you know, how's Len and what have you and what's going on. Um, and Thursday it's the same. We've got um, the Port Navis Art Group. And we have a tutor one, every other week. And they're all so lovely again. You know, I was so lucky. We, we were just saying yesterday afternoon how lucky we were that everybody in the group is so nice. It, it's just so lovely. And the tutor's lovely as well. We all get on like a house on fire. And then on Friday, of course, I meet my sister in Falmouth and we do a little bit of shopping and then we go to the deli and have a cup of coffee and then we talk about our respective husband's problems <laughs> and how stressed we are. Um, and we tend to make it, make each other laugh, so it's nice too. It's a release, and that's it really. That's that's what I do at the weekends. I tend either to lie on the bed in the afternoon and go to sleep, or I'm playing Candy Crush on my computer. <laughs>
Uh, but mostly it's going to sleep. On Wednesday afternoon, I go to sleep too in the afternoon. That's, that's me trying to catch up. You know, it, it's, it, you have to do it. And I don't mind doing it because it's my husband. You know, and you have, you either love the person or you don't. I mean, I, I had a district nurse that, that came in last week and she said she couldn't do it for her husband. She said they'd be at each other's throats. Whereas for Len and I, it's okay and it works. The hardest part for me is this, the stress caused by worry about... I worry about him nearly all the time and he keeps saying to me, there's no point in worrying about me if something happens when you're out. So be it, you know, you can't do anything about it. And if I was here, he said, you can't do anything about it anyway except you would be a presence to help that. And I think that's the hardest part, is, is, is never knowing quite what's going to happen, um, whether I'm in or out. You know, it's the tension. The stress and the tension, I think that's the hardest part. The easiest part is cleaning his bum, washing him, making sure he's eaten, um, he has his whiskey. You know, just day to day we watch the chase together and that's lovely. You know, it's just our routine, We do, that's what we do. I think the most important part of a carer is to actually care for the person. By that I mean... It's hard if you say don't love someone or you've, you've had a row or something and something's happened. Um, Len and I nearly split up before he became ill. Um, in fact, I was going through the process of divorce proceedings. But actually that worked well in a way because it, it made him wake up to the fact that he was being unreasonable, you know, for, for various things and it helped him to become a better person and therefore my love for him came back you know it didn't it it had gone virtually because he'd killed it um but the love the love came back and three or four we used to go out everywhere together and do things together and then he started getting ill so that was in some ways he was lucky because <laughs> i was still around but uh, I'm saying you really do have to care for the person. I mean, you can't do it properly if you don't.